Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to BetterHelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through BetterHelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Imagine, if you will, you're sitting on a promotion board, sitting in front of 300 records, and you have to select 20 of them for promotion to the next level. And imagine, these are folks you're going to have to serve with and have serve under you and perhaps even serve next to you one day. So you're looking at the records. You're looking at a record brief, maybe some documents that you know talk about the thing. But what you'd really like to do is take a look at this person. How do they look in uniform? Do they project confidence? Are they... You know, do they you, do they look good in uniform? Are they you know height and weight? You know, they keep their hair looking good. You know, they do they project confidence? Well, guess what? Promotion boards in the United States Army going forward have to do that completely blind. We're going to talk about the Army's decision to remove the official photograph from the board process. Now, you may not think this matters to you much, but tune in. I think you're going to find out it's a lot more important than what you think. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Professional Podcast with Gary Roth. Hey everyone, my name is Gary and I'm with The Professional Podcast. I just wanted to take a minute and give absolute praise to Anchor.fm. The app is incredible, it's totally free, it has amazing features, sharing features, transcription features, not only that, when you host your podcast at Anchor.fm, it distributes it to, I think, 12 different platforms, major podcasting platforms, so it is super easy to get started, simply download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started, you will not regret it, take care. You're listening to The Professional Podcast, hosted by the Blue Collar Consulting Group. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of your absolutely favorite podcast. I know it. Shout it from the rooftops, The Professional Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Roth, and this podcast is brought to you by my company, Blue Collar Consulting Group. So many of you know, many of you probably know that I'm in the Army. Now, if this is your first time hearing my podcast, welcome. Bienvenidos. And I just wanted to take a quick moment and let you know I've been in the Army and Army Reserve for over 22 years. Special shout out, by the way, to Michael Matson, who's actually listening to this on Facebook Live. So forgive the interruption to the regular podcast. I have to give that guy a shout out because he is awesome. He's a big member of my group. He actually has a little thing going on. And Michael Madsen, if you uh, pop in your show title, I'll be, be sure to give it a shout-out. Sorry, it's not coming to my memory right now because I'm so pissed about what is happening. So anyway, 22 years in the Army, roughly 16 years of active duty, selected for Master Sergeant E8 this year, just waiting to pin it on. I've enjoyed a very good career. I started off as an EOD tech, which means I used to defuse bombs. 
was in the reserve for a while, and then came back on active duty as a recruiter. I enjoyed a very good recruiting career, so good, in fact, that I was promoted to station commander and was put in charge of a large recruiting station, which means I had anywhere between eight and nine non-commissioned officer recruiters uh, reporting to me. It was very awesome. Got out again, went back in the reserves for about five or six years, uh, messed around with the psychological operations people, actually supervised culinary specialists for about two years, and then decided to come back to active duty in 2016. And I joined the retention folks, and I help people stay in. I'm actually an Army Reserve career counselor, but I am active duty, and we help manage the population and careers of Army Reserve units. So recently, wait, before we get into the show, the podcast I mentioned earlier is The World According to Military Mike's pretty cool show. Guy's got some good opinions. Big supporter of me, so I want to give a big shout out. When you get some uh, time. After you listen to my podcast, of course, no offense, Michael, thanks for sharing. If you get some time, check it out, engage, see what you think. The World According to Military Mike, two is a number. The World According to Number Two Military Mike. So, recently, I discovered that the Department of the Army has removed the requirement for the official photograph in your selection board file. Let me explain. For major promotions, including selection for commission, like you know those that want to be officers and warrant officers, and then selection for ranks like E7, E8, E9, they have your promotion file. And in that promotion file, basically, is a an official photograph of you in your dress uniform, a record brief, which basically lists all of your achievements in summary form, and then several of your what's called evaluation reports. For the officers, it's officer evaluation reports, OERs, and for us sergeants, it's non-commissioned officer evaluation report, NCOERs. They are very important. The board process is incredibly arduous. It's filled with stress and anxiety. Very few people get selected, except you know, in certain cases more than others. As the higher you go up, the more selective they are. And I was very fortunate to get selected for Master Sergeant on my first look. In fact, I was selected in the secondary zone, uh, which means I was selected ahead of my peer group. I'm very uh, fortunate for that. I'm very proud of that. I'm not afraid to admit and and say that I was promoted ahead of my peers. And I'm I'm thankful for that. I worked hard to get that. And I know I don't have like 8,000 combat stripes like some of my colleagues out there. At the same time, I'm not leading combat troops. It's very administrative in nature. I went out and got my master's degree because that's what they said they wanted. So they wanted a master's degree. I got battle staff. I got resiliency training level two. Like I got the stuff that they are constantly talking about on these board AARs. A board AAR is there's a selection panel. And it's these high-ranking sergeant majors that come together to review your board file. They look at your picture. They look at your record brief. They look at your freaking uh, your evaluation reports. And they decide as a group every single year who should be promoted and who should not. And it's there's a lot of nuance there, but I'm keeping it very, very simple. Uh, it's something that goes on every single year. There's a whole bunch of animosity about it and all this other bull crap, but it is what it is. It's called a centralized board process. Now, when you get promoted to sergeant and staff sergeant, E5 and E6, those are semi-centralized. Those are a little bit different. That's not what we're talking about here. So this year, just a week ago or 10 days ago, they decided 
in response to what's going on in the world today, they decided to remove the Department of the Army official photograph from your record. So now, when these sergeants major see a record in front of them, they will no longer see your gender, your ethnicity, or your uh, or your official photograph. Now look, gender, ethnicity, got it. I, you know, actually, no, I don't got it. This is the most asinine approach to promotions I have ever seen. If you are so concerned that there could be an underlying racism issue on the selection panel, then this is not the Army, okay? And I understand that the Army's not perfect. I understand that it's humans. But at the same time, every single promotion board, they go to great lengths to make sure that the diversity... And the, um, I don't know what, basically the diversity of the board is ensured. So, you know, you're not going to have all white males. You're going to have black females. You're going to have Hispanic males. You're going to have Filipino females. You're going to have white dudes, white women. All right. Who knows? You, You maybe have homosexuals on there, transgender. It doesn't freaking matter. All right. It is a broad selection of sergeants major from all across the army, all different backgrounds, doing their best to make the selection process possible. Michael Matson is chiming in live. I love this guy. You're absolutely right. Why bother even wearing a freaking uniform if you're not judged on the way that you can wear it? There is a massive, incredibly massive, important factor of professional presence. And boy, my blood pressure is skyrocketing right now because the way you look in uniform, the way you present yourself, the way your face looks has impact. It makes a difference. If you want to wear your hair stupid, if you want to look fat, if you want to look like crap in your uniform, people are not going to respect you and you should not be selected for promotion. I understand that we go to Iraq and Afghanistan and everybody just shits all over the uniform when they're in garrison and they freaking don't want to iron or clean their boots. Oh, that's bullshit, Sarge. No, it's not. When you're in garrison, you act like a freaking garrison soldier. Part of being a soldier in the army is that you live by a discipline standard that sets you apart from the ordinary person. And when you forego that requirement of discipline and good order and bearing, then you're not in the military anymore. And then your stuff is going to start to slip. Other stuff that's going to start to slip because you have no discipline. Next thing you know, physical fitness is going to go out the window. Next thing you know, height and weight standards are going to go out the window. And next thing you know, we're going to be back in the Revolutionary War Army where they're worried about where people are going crap and pee and more people are dying from illness than they are from freaking bullet wounds. And so people think, oh, that's stupid, Sergeant. It's 2020. You know what? Up yours, man, because it's a foundational of professional discipline. Excuse me. It's a foundation of professional discipline that is constantly in check. It's constantly being reviewed, and it's constantly being spread around. It's, It's done that way so that at any point, a disciplined and healthy army can go to war. Now, if you can't maintain discipline and garrison when it's easy, when it's climate controlled, then how in the heck do you expect to do great things overseas in the dangerous parts of the world? Of course, if your military uniform isn't super sharp, that doesn't necessarily mean you can fight. But it's a great indicator of your ability to live by a common standard, to submit to authority, to do things that are uncomfortable so that when it counts, when it really matters, when you go overseas, when the bullets are flying, you're going to obey the orders of those appointed over you. And if you just throw that out the window... The military, the army as a whole, is going to suffer. And so if you're worried about racism on your DA photo, then what in the world are you doing with your name on there? Okay, there are definitely some names out there that if you have racists on the board, they're going to sniff that out. All right, there could be racist on the board when they see your, your home of origin. I mean, there are a lot of ways that if you're trying to eliminate all the racism on a selection panel... Removing the photo ain't going to do it. 
And Michael Madsen is absolutely correct. He's chiming in here. Thanks a lot for your help, Michael. You know, the military is supposed to be tough. It is not supposed to be easy. It is supposed to be different. All right? It's like I, you know, I'm getting all excited here, and I probably don't sound much like it, but as a follower of Christ, you have to live a different kind of life, right? And in the Army, you live a different kind of life. But everybody wants you just like, oh, hey, man, chill out, man. It's not that big of a deal, man. Whoa, dude, you're a little too high strung, man. Like, are you serious? Are you serious? What, are we working for a head shop? Are we working for a CBD store? It is not take it easy, bro. It is not relax, Sarge. No, it is, hey, you button that freaking button. Iron that freaking uniform. Have a little self-respect. Can you please wear boots that at least look brown? You don't have to shine them anymore, cupcake. But can you at least keep them clean? How about a little bit of crease on those trousers? When's the last time you bothered washing that uniform, bro? Hey, man, let me take a look at your hat. God dang, that's a black hat. And last time I checked, you're not a jump master, so wash that thing, man. And, like, especially in the reserve. You can't play Army for one weekend a month, seriously. You can't get a haircut once every four weeks. You can't wear your freaking boots right. You can't learn how to wear your dress uniform. Come on, Sergeant First Class. You don't know how to assemble your freaking uniform. All right, females, can you at least, like, make it look somewhat decent? Can you at least try to make your hair look decent? I mean, for crying out loud, man, it's not that hard. And it's very important. But the more we bend to the demands of the, the culture of the world, the army's going to suffer. What do you know about it, Sergeant Roth? Probably not very much. But I have a microphone, I have a webcam, and I have a computer. And I'm sharing my thoughts on it. And my thoughts are, it's total crap. Now, for those of you that agree with me out there, I don't know that there's much that we can do. Uh, you know, we get surveys quite a bit. Uh, there is the IG channel and there's congressionals too. I am an avid, uh, communicator with my elected officials. As a soldier, you have the right to do that. You do not actually give that right up. And so make sure that you're contacting your elected officials. And for those of you that may be listening to this that are veterans, if you care about the sanctity of the military that you left behind or retired from or got medically retired from, this is your time to speak up because if you think it's bad enough now the way they select leaders, just imagine not being able to see who they are selecting. Imagine that, selecting somebody blindly. This is exactly what is happening. They are selecting people that, that, that are just blind, all right? They, they've blindfolded themselves. They've removed an, a crucial element of the selection board process, and I guarantee you, the Army's going to suffer. It's bad enough that basic training is what it is. It's bad enough that you. it's hard to kick somebody out of the Army. It's bad enough that you know we're stretched so thin. And now we're going to have to do even more with even less. My friends, this is not okay. And so if you're hearing this, I pray and I hope that you can join with me. Contact your elected officials. Send them an email. Take you two minutes. All right? Find out who's on the Armed Forces Subcommittees and email those folks. Uh, email Dr. Mark Esper, the Secretary of Defense. Crap, I don't know who the Secretary of the Army is. I forgot. Anyway, email him. I mean, come on. we got to pull together. This is not okay. This is a crack in our armor that's going to make us suffer for a very long time. Listen, thanks for tuning in to the Professional Podcast. Really appreciate your time. Really appreciate any help or effort that you put forward. And it would be great to see this uh, get changed. It would be great to see you folks come together and preserve the integrity of the promotion process, especially in the United States Army. My name is Gary Roth. This is the Professional Podcast brought to you by the Blue Collar Consultant Group. Thanks for tuning in. 
Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to BetterHelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through BetterHelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it.